This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Got a lot to cover with you guys on this edition of the podcast. And we're going to jump right in. SMU had its first scrimmage of spring practice over the weekend, and we were on hand to kind of get a good feel for what SMU looks like so far in spring ball. And I got to tell you, you know, I think you look at this team and my initial takeaway, and this is kind of between the scrimmage and between the defense overall, I, I think this this team is, is, is going to really benefit uh, from Jim Levitt more so than I really even thought. And I mean that because, one, I think you look at the defense and the way they were able to play in the scrimmage, uh, they forced a couple turnovers. They got some pressure a lot on uh, SMU's quarterbacks, which, you know, if you're looking at it from the offensive perspective, you're like, okay, oh, brother, here we go. But this this defense, I think, is really taken to Jim Levitt's coaching style right away. I think with Chidira Uzo-Deribe and Stefan McClure as the two new position coaches on that side of the ball, you're seeing those groups play with a little bit more energy, a little bit more confidence. Um, Bryce McMorris had a really nice interception off of Tanner Mordecai, and the defensive line, I thought, really got uh, did a good job, like I said, creating pressure, which is something that we talked about before the spring as far as you know needing to happen um, and, and probably being one of the biggest questions for SMU heading into the spring was could they find ways to create pressure and, and get after the quarterback. And, well, we saw that a good bit um, in the scrimmage, and I've seen that for the most part when watching practices. I felt like a lot of one-on-one reps you know, went to the defensive line um, during during the pass rush drills. I think on Thursday when I was out there, the offensive line um, got worked uh, a little bit uh, in the scrimmage portion or the team portion of practice. So I think for the most part, we're seeing the defense maybe kind of turn a corner a little bit uh, overall uh, with the uh, with the new defensive staff and, and kind of what Jim Levitt wants to put together out there because you know they just made plays. They were they were able to you know get after the quarterback. They forced some turnovers, which is something they really want to be able to do. Um, I think they did a good job stepping up on third downs. You know, outside of a a few long drives that the offense had at different portions, and a lot of them were honestly, you know, um, uh, when when it was the backups going against each other. You know, the defense, I felt like, really won the day, at least when I was able to watch. I watched for about an hour and a half um, before I had to go and, and, and cover the LSU spring game that, that was kicking off a little bit after that. But just reading the board from people that were also there, you know, kind of after I left, I think for the most part we saw uh, SMU's defense kind of step up. Um, and, and that energy that Jim Levitt brings is really obvious when you're out there watching it. Um, he, he makes the guys sprint on and off the field, makes them go back and do it again if they didn't do it to his liking. I mean, he asks a lot of these guys. I thought the communication on the field was uh, really, really improved uh, 
um, guys yelling, guys you know getting after each other, getting them getting themselves in the right spots. And um, I think we saw SMU's defense do a lot of different things. And I can't you know get into it too much, at least like just because of the way they're having us um, you know kind of hold things back a little bit. But let's just say I think they they really are versatile in what they want to do. Um, they bring a lot of different things to the table uh, from from different looks and different pressures uh, with the defense. And, you know, the thing about it is they're still they're still experimenting um, They're 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 finding uh, guys in different spots. I think the secondary is certainly in flux. Um, and we saw and, and I think part of this, too, is we saw some explosive plays from the offense at time to, from time to time. But, you know, that you know, between if it's a bust or if it's just a guy that maybe isn't in a spot he's comfortable in just yet, you know, maybe we'll see those worked out. But I think overall, especially from the early goings of spring spring ball to now, I saw a lot less uh, blown coverages, blown assignments, and 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 big plays. And I think they're adding some physicality to the defense um, with the way they're moving around some guys. You know, Bryce McMorris. Uh, is getting a lot of looks early on to play early, and it's because of his size and his his edge that he kind of plays plays with. Um, they've got guys like Cameron Jones and TQ Jackson playing at corner. Um, they're big physical guys that can come up and hit you. Kiki Burns is finally getting that look on defense like uh, so many have wanted uh, since he stepped foot on campus and since he was a recruit. But um, he's been playing with an edge and, and is coming off uh, and made a really, really good tackle for loss. I know that really stuck out to me on a, on a uh, running play, um, just sprinted right around the edge and, and just you know, tackled him in the backfield. So it was really uh, good to see. I think you look at guys like Nelson Paul and Toby and Duckway and, and those guys that are, you know, really stepping up uh, this spring uh, and this defensive front is, is, is going to look different. You know, Elijah Chapman has really been a really, really, um, you know, big improvement off of what he did last year, kind of breaking out as one of the better defensive linemen in the AAC. He's bigger, stronger. I mean, you know, he's a sawed off fire hydrant basically in terms of his uh, build, but he's also um, one of the strongest guys in the conference and he can really, really, really push an offensive lineman back. So I think overall the big takeaway for me so far is uh, the defense and how they're taking to Jim Levitt. I think it's going to be one of the big storylines in the conference overall is is how uh how SMU uh will uh, do defensively under Jim Levitt and and so far in spring and I'm not trying to you know all be all sunshine and rainbows but it's it's been that good um I, I really do believe that uh, just in terms of what they're asking the guys and what um what the guys are putting out there on the field uh so far so you know it, it's it's going to be fun to watch but uh, flipping over to the offensive side of the ball, we saw a lot of Tanner, Tanner Mordecai, Preston Stone, Derek Green, all getting you know reps with different groups, and um, I felt like I felt like Tanner Mordecai probably had at least when I was out there one of the better days. Um, he threw the interception to Bryce McMorris, and he he kind of just it was more so a great play by Bryce McMorris, a really deep out, um, and and just Bryce was just kind of in position. Um, I didn't feel like he, it was overly late. Like I didn't think it was a late throw, um, but uh, you know Bryce McMorris made a really nice diving interception, and um, so you know defense was obviously pumped on that. Uh, he had one drive where it was a three and out, 
uh, kind of a you know, over over underthrew a really wide open screen play. So you got to clean that up. Um, then was pressured the next play, and, and I think they ran a running play in there. If I was um, uh, if I have that drive right in my notes, um, and oh yeah, that was the drive that he that got picked off by McMorris. So he had a really bad drive just overall, but then responded with a dart, an absolute dart over the middle uh, to Grant Calcaterra, and then hit Rasheed Rice wide open on a deep ball. And, it, you know, it's worth noting that whoever's running with the first-team offense doesn't have Reggie Robertson out there. You know, Calvin Wiggins was was the guy running on at the X position uh, in spring and going deep and things like that. And, you know, he dropped the ball right off the bat and then, you know, flashed really well. It took a big, uh, long, long touchdown and then had a had a nice screen Screen pass that actually, I mean, if if not for uh, the defender, um, you know, tripping him up, it, it goes goes the distance. So um, it, it's really, uh, I think for for whoever is there at quarterback right now, it's worth noting they don't have Reggie Robertson, which really just creates so many issues uh, for any defense that they're playing against. But I want to, uh, you know, quite honestly, spotlight Danny Gray, Rasheed Rice. I thought they've been excellent, 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 excellent. Uh, you can tell they they were committed to the weight room, and they're benefiting from it. Um, he's really, really, uh, both of those guys really coming on. Uh, you know, in in this 2021 off season, uh, they you can tell they're emerging as guys that are going to be really legit, and hopefully SMU's SMU can get the consistency out of them that they're looking for. Um, and on the flip side of that, I, I feel like you know somebody like Austin Upshaw hasn't really shown as much as I thought he would have. Um, he's been good. He's just been good. Um, and that's allowed Dylan Goffney to emerge, um, who really, you know, day one, I kind of watched him and a couple of people I was watching with, you know, kind of felt the same. It's like, Ooh, is he twitchy enough? Is he this, is he that? Well, you can tell he's really settled in and he's, and he's now playing fast because he is making, uh, some, some really, really impressive plays out there. Uh, he made a really good move on the sidelines to, to, um, you know, have one that 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 went uh, for a big play, and and again, kind of a a diving tackle uh, was made, and that allowed it to um, to really um, you know not go for a touchdown. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, uh, he also caught a touchdown in the red zone from Preston Stone. So connecting well early on with uh, SMU's you know four star quarterback signee, and I think you know Preston probably had the most impressive drive that I saw when I was there. It was a long drive, um, was able to extend it uh, with a scramble. Uh, Preston uh, hit hit Dylan Goffney on that great move uh, when when he uh, got away from somebody on the sideline um, and then uh, almost went for the touchdown. And then Orlando Jones has been, you know, somebody that's impressing. Uh, and, and I said this a while ago, he reminds me of Rashad Wimbley, former SMU running back who's just a load. Uh, he's He's been able to... Uh, make some plays uh, in the running game that that really are kind of su- surprising. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's now looking like a position where they they got to feel good going into the summer about it because you're going to have T.J. McDaniel back, you're going to have Brandon Epton and Monte Dawson, and then you have Ulysses Bentley and and uh, Tyler Levine who've been in there as well. But if you add in Orlando Jones, is like you know, just this, this load. And I, I'm not, this is kind of like somebody emerging in the spring and we'll see kind of how it plays out in the fall. But, you know, I think he's been an important part of this, um, and, and, and can really, you know, maybe, maybe steal some snaps here or there. Um, but he's been a nice, nice, um, you know, um, 
nice, impressive addition there, a, a former, uh, he's a walk-on Juco transfer. So I think overall, the offense is issue, I think, for the most part right now is finding the right pieces on the offensive line. They are experimenting with guys at different spots. And I do think that they're waiting on, not waiting, but there are some young guys that are making a push. You know, um, Marcus Bryan is, is certainly one. Uh, Dalton Perdue is is one that's really making a push, I feel like. Branson Hickman has been excellent uh, in the way uh, he's worked um, to, to, I mean, be the very, very, very clear-cut uh, number two center with, with, I think, little doubt from SMU's coaching staff that if he was pressed into duty, he would be fine, more than fine at the position. And honestly, I'm kind of starting to get to the point where it wouldn't shock me if he took took over at center. You know, maybe maybe we see you know SMU kick out um, Hayden Howerton to guard or or do something like that because they do have some issues on the offensive line. I I think they all look physically great, and it's it's almost more of a credit to the defensive line right now. But you can tell it's just totally different with what SMU has at offensive line. I think they've just got to get a little bit more comfortable um, in what they're doing. Um, and again, just continue to progress. You know, they're beating the heck out of them to to get more physical and to get, um, you know, to be uh, uh, more aggressive and, and do all that. I did like how the offensive line performed in uh, short yardage. They were able to pick up some, some really, um, you know, too extensive drives uh, with some run plays and do things like that. Um, so it, it, overall, I think it was... Uh, it was a good day. It was a good day. It was fun to see them get after it a little bit with a scrimmage. Uh, it was a good crowd watching it. I thought too, um, a little windy, um, actually. And, and I think that maybe that affected, you know, the quarterbacks a little bit here or there, cause it was really gusting where I was sitting. Um, but you know, overall, I, I think SMU had a really good, you know, scrimmage. I think the, the thing that most people are going to be impressed with is the defense and, and their energy that they're playing with. So, um, just wanted to get this podcast out to you guys and, and kind of share some initial thoughts on it. Um, I do think the the coaching staff changes have been really beneficial uh, to the players. And I think one takeaway overall this spring so far is, and I was telling somebody I was watching with this, any thought of any softness on this team uh, that's going to be allowed is is out the window. I, I think this coaching staff is really doing a good job of pushing that mantra of uh, making sure that any sort of soft play is not allowed, and and they're setting the the standard, especially on the defense with a new coaching staff. They're setting setting that standard and making it very clear uh, in terms of what guys need to do and, and where they need to uh, stand to end up, um, you know, you know, getting playing time and doing all those things. So um, overall, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes the rest of spring. A couple more weeks of spring ball here, uh, but. You know, it was really, uh, it was, it was, it was good, solid uh, first open scrimmage, and so we'll see kind of how things look, you know, in the future and all of that. But um, overall, I was impressed. I think the big thing for me is this coaching staff is really setting a standard, um, and and they're, um, you know, now that they can get back to normalcy, they're sticking to it, and um, that's what they've been pushing all spring, and and it was on display on on Saturday. So with that, guys, going to wrap up this edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and. Um, please feel free to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the Pony Stampede podcast wherever you follow uh, your podcast at. And also have a big promo coming on Tuesday uh, for some of our uh, you know free um, 
users that that aren't on the VIP side of things, you might want to check it out on PonyStampede.com. So till next time, guys, hope everybody had a great weekend and is off to a good start uh, to your week with uh, this edition of the podcast. So have a good one, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.